Welcome to the Ask the Commish podcast. I'm Isaiah. That's Dan. Dan. That's Mark. First up, week eight. Um, week seven dealt with a quarterback controversy that could be heard around the football world. What is Bill Belichick really? doing? I'll start. I don't know. I don't think it's a problem. So I will say this. It goes back to the, it really looks like he was just trying to send Mac Jones a message. That's it. He was basically trying to show him, I can put you in this game and I can take you out. The problem is it only works if you keep the power that you have in a situation like that. And it, it it almost works better if he had just had Zappy play from the beginning of the game and just had Mac Jones on the bench the whole time. But I think he loses, but I think but, he loses it loses its it's it loses its strength if you pull Mac Jones in and then Zappy plays well and then he doesn't play well. Like you can't you can't have that interception be the last play for Mac of the night, no matter what. You have to send him back out. I don't care if they go three and out. doesn't matter. Uh, you can't. It Being at the game and hearing everyone start that zappy chant made me ashamed to be among those people because not only did they do that, but they booed Mac, and it really, really pissed me off because I'm like, these people – are so fickle it's it's actually just disgusting they of it's like they're you're not the detroit lions you're not the cleveland browns and so <laughs> hungry for a win and you 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 felt like it was snatched away from you because mac jones threw an interception which we will get to that interception um but i just i think you're right i think you i think the smart thing to do is you know, against the terrible Chicago Bears, you just you play Zappy and you say, "Look, Mac, we want to give you one more week. You'll you'll start on the road against the Jets. We won't have you. You know, be. It was rainy. It wasn't that rainy. It just looked real bad. It was misty. Um, but like we won't, we won't, we won't put you out there. But it's a big game. It's Monday Night Football. I get it, but well, like you said, I mean, he went three for six, 13 yards and a pick. And then you and then you pull him. I mean, the problem is, if you're going to do, I think, oddly enough, I think um, you won a couple games with Zappy. You're playing against a bad team. I, I honestly think there's no reason why you don't just start, you don't just play Zappy until he loses. That's it. Whatever game that is, then that's it. You know, I mean, I mean, it, because the because the thing about it is that way, that way when you because don't because then that way, when you put Mac in, there 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 is no, there is no doubt on who's the quarterback is going forward, but by the but oddly enough, even now after everything, you still put Mac in the position where he has to play well, if he doesn't play well. It's still it's still going to be questioned on whether or not Zappy should be in, you know. And he created he definitely created that. 
by by saying, oh, we're going to play two both quarterbacks tonight. For what? No one does well, that. The thing is, you can't you can't play Zappy just until they lose, just because you don't want the thought of is this a Bledsoe Brady thing creeping in? You just say we'll play until Mac is fully healthy, right? Even yeah, if that's he, it. You, yeah, if he was ninety percent, no, buddy, we're gonna wait until you're a hundred. It's an excuse, but. People in the media, people, the fans, well, yeah. they'll, they'll buy it. But yeah, because you don't now. It's, it's now that you're whole right. Thing. You don't he needs take to out blow the, the doors hand. off the Jets this week. They've already said he's going to start. A hundred percent. He's got to blow the doors off of absolutely the five and two Jets who lose Brees Hall, and all of a sudden they trade for James Robinson, and they're like, these guys are like topped in the division. Like, what bizarre world do we live in? And also, full disclosure, I'm at the game <laughs> with James. The way that this week with football went, Brady, Brady losing twenty-one to three against the Panthers, just just stupid. Mm-hmm. He's now the first time he's been under five hundred since two thousand and two. That's crazy. Think about that. Since two thousand two, there are people who may ever listen to this podcast would be like, "Wait, I wasn't born then." Yeah, I know, I know. That's crazy. That's incredible. But then, but then Aaron Rodgers losing the way they did against the Commanders. I, I there was something about the week with picks, and I was like, I told James, I'm like, there's something about this. As soon as they got a field goal, the the Bears, the way they looked, I was like, this makes my stomach flip. There's something, something's weird here, and I wasn't wrong. The well, I told you, they played offense. Trent Brown had like 17 different. penalties in three minutes. Like, yeah. I don't know what's going on with him. I was like, what the hell? It just felt weird. It was weird. Incre- it was incredible. Incredible. I mean, Detroit almost won against Dallas. That wasn't supposed to happen. Detroit's not a bad team. But that was another, but that was another game. So, same with um the same with Zappy and Mac Jones. You have Cooper Rush. Cooper Russ lost his game, and okay, now that comes in, and it's all good. There are there is no more quote unquote debate about who the guy is, but that's the thing. But that's what I wonder, right, guys? Check this out. When does the backup become the starter? Like it's different if when your back starter when has your backup a horrible doesn't... injury. Yeah. Okay. Removing injury. Everyone's equally healthy. Your backup becomes a starter when your backup gives you the best chance to win every single week. Not just that game, not just against shitty opponents, right? I'm not saying that Zappy just can only beat shitty opponents, but Zappy looked great in those two drives, right? Now, I even said, and I didn't, we'll go to the interception now for Mac. The the pass that there was a, there was a pass that he threw up to Devontae Parker, Zappy did, that should have been picked, but Devontae mm-hmm. Parker attacked the ball, fought back for it, and got the ball right. That should have been picked. That was more than a 50-50 ball. Parker never should have gotten it. And I compared that to Mac and Jonu. I'm like, Jonu didn't even fight for it. He just stopped and 
threw his hands up. However, upon further review, <laughs> there is video that Max Throw got intercepted by ESPN's Zing camera, the camera that flies over the field. It hits mm-hmm. the damn wire and it redirects. That's why it changed direction. It's probably why Johnu didn't even plant his feet and jump because he wasn't ready for it. Took a weird. It took a weird angle. He's lining up. He looks up and it like, wait, what? And then it's picked. It it it's it's um. I don't. I you know the Jets. The Jets are have won four in a row now. You can't lose and to the Jets. On, you can't lose to on the, Jets. the verge of having like their longest win streak since two thousand. They win if Mac Jones, <laughs> if Mac Jones loses to the Jets, he he'll lose his job, hundred percent. If if the Jets were one and four, I say that, but they're five and two. I mean, Mark, don't you think? I mean, what are are they are are the Pats right now in a good position? Are they playing with house money because they're 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 at the bottom of their division and it doesn't matter? I don't think that either one of these quarterbacks should be starting in the NFL right now. Mac Jones is 24 years old. Bailey Zappi is 23. And I don't care if they run a quote-unquote pro-style offense at whatever college they went to. They played against collegiate players, the majority of which will never make it to the NFL. All too often, I think the franchises look for the young quarterback to be, you know, this guy is going to turn it all around. But... You know, Brady didn't do everything by himself. You know, like Giselle said, he couldn't throw the ball to himself. You know, he had a plethora of weapons to choose from to be able to get it done. I think the weapons the Patriots have right now around Mac Jones uh, is substandard. You know, I think they've, they've gotten used to, you know, shopping from the discount rack when it comes to wide receivers. And it's showing. Um, I mean, I well, I, the problem I, is I disagree. I think Mac, Mac, if people forget Mac's rookie campaign, Mac was rookie of the year because uh, for a million reasons. But they make <laughs> he, they make the playoffs. Great, they have a great running game. They had a, they had a decent defense, but but Mac won them the games. But Mac didn't lose them games. Mac had the second highest completion percentage of any rookie, right behind Dak Prescott, right there. He also. He, he completed 80% of his passes in back-to-back weeks, which has never, ever, ever happened in the NFL. He's great, but, like, if you – and I'm not talking bad about the receivers, but if you look at any rookie wide receiver, whether it's Mahomes or any of the guys that have succeeded, all these guys have had tremendous weapons right away, right? And the reason why is usually, generally speaking – they have sucked for a time and they've been able to get these weapons. And then they're like, you know what? Damn it. Let's get this guy. Let's get our guy. And then it's way in. easier to win if your quarterback's on a rookie deal now. With the way free agency Absolutely. works, quarterbacks yeah. on a rookie deal, you have you have dudes that are getting paid exorbitant amounts of money. And the guy who would get paid the most isn't. So you can prosper that way. Um yep. The problem is, I think, I think the Mac, I think the Mac, okay, you're right. The home team shouldn't have booed Mac, but I have no doubt it was electric. Disgusting. Every Channing Zappy. 
I feel I, I feel happy for him. No, I wanted story. to murder. I wanted to murder fifty thousand of the sixty five thousand people there because I just I was telling people to actively just shut up. This is now, the same also- fan base that cheers Brian Scalabrini like the last guy on the Celtics bench every time he comes into the game to play like two minutes no, and shoot a love three. Scalabrini. I, I know. Love Scalabrini. The, the white the white mama deserves his praise. Let's, let's love yeah, him. Great player. Like uh, amazing! Like have you ever have you ever seen the the challenge when like amateurs try to challenge him? Like yeah. he played five <laughs> games of one on one. I think he gave up two points. Just he killed everyone. He smokes them. You know. Yeah, I think man. the analogy he used is like he's closer to Colby than they are to him. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely, yes. which is yes. crazy. And I think you know, the, yes. ma- the majority of people in the NFL are closer to. You know, they're closer to Brady than, you know, some amateur off the street. Yeah. But, you know, the quarterbacks need time to develop. Like, no, they do. They're young. Right. They need to learn the plays. Like, every, even Cam Newton will admit that it took time for him to learn the New England playbook. And even like week six and seven, like, not fully having confidence in knowing the play and the terminology and the checkdowns and, you know, everything that goes along with it. I think expecting such young talents to come in and instantly be able to jump into those shoes and be able to lead a team to the playoffs, it, it's one in a hundred. You know, well, it seems sure, like, like it you seems have, like you have some folks more... like Mahomes and, you know, Josh Allen, but they seem to be the exception to the rule. You know why? Well, it seems like you know why it seems like you have to coaching. It's coaching. Yeah, no, I mean, Brian Dable. Who did who did Mac have for coordinator? He had Josh McDaniels. Who does he have now? He's Matt Patricia and Joe Judge. Guys are very smart, very bright. They are football guys. They're not offensive minded guys. This look at them. They're both failed held coaches. Look at all the young rookie. You're not wrong. You're right, but it there's an element there. You have to have these right smart guys: the Mahomes, the Allens, the Herberts. When you look at their coordinators. These are some of the smartest people in football. And Patricia, I'm sure he's a great front office guy, great numbers. I'm sure he is. He's a great defensive mind. Guess what? We need we needed help on defensive, uh, the defensive end, but Belichick seems to have that, right? But Joe Judge, guess what? We need help on special teams. We certainly needed help on defense and specials this week, guys. Where were you I then? Think, well, I think one of the problems with the young quarterbacks that certain teams figure it out, and the Pats don't strike me as the kind of team that to ever do this, but they call plays based off of the quarterback's strengths. And I can very much That's see. That's good. But, but what did they do? I think who so. Did it's Brady, like, yeah, who so was Brady's like, first offensive coordinator? Charlie Bill Weiss. Bill Or Charlie Weiss. Weiss, Weiss. No, right. Charlie Weiss. Charlie Weiss. Weiss. One of the smartest football minds that's out there. Right. And by the time that Brady was Brady, he had Charlie Weiss for like mm-hmm. 10 years. I mean, that that is what happens. I'm not again, Brady, obviously, sixth, 199th overall, sixth round, uh, compensatory draft pick. That's what you're talking about. That's Mark's completely right. But that element that we're all missing, that we're missing here, it has to be. I head coach most of the time is just a figurehead. Let's be real. Right. I mean, n- no offense to Andy Reid here, but well, it all depends on who the. It all depends uh, on who it is. Uh, for the most part, right. It, it. I mean, 
Do you think Pete Carroll's off is is known for his offensive prowess? He's a great head coach. Well, he's known for his he's known for his defensive prowess. That, exactly. And that oddly enough, side note, that dude, he's a coaching of the coach of the year candidate. It's insane. Yeah, man. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I, it's it, in any given any year. I say he gets it, but you go look at no, no, Dable. nobody's getting over Dable. It's the Dable Trophy. Like, he basically has made but, but also Daniel the Jones Jets. not a bust. Like, I think the Jets too. So with how poorly you. Russell Wilson is doing, is yeah. is, is Seattle's success this year because he left? Is Geno Smith that much better than Russell Wilson? In the same team, what I think, That's what I think it is, I think in a lot of ways, I think you have those. Okay, I think Gino is succeeding the same way Zappy was succeeding this season when Mac started off slow. It's because um, Wei talked about it in the idea on the radio, the idea that low expectations. No, no, that Mac say why guy. And so the idea is a quarterback like Russell Wilson yes, is going to question why. he's going to ask why he's going to question what the coach wants to do. But a guy, but but a guy like Gino, who's been around the block and is just happy to be there, is going to say, Oh, you want me to throw the flat route? Okay, cool. And that's a, and yeah. I think and I think that's what I think that's why that's is what's it happened and contributed to that success. It's it is not if you why, it's not if you're in the right bad. situation. No, why is it that? It, it's all context, right, right? If you if you say I want you to do this, and I say why, some people might look at that as I'm just being defiant and I just want to know. Other people might say, well, I'm looking at the why so I can understand bigger picture, so I can mm-hmm. understand it better. Because if I understand the macro, I can understand micro better, right? Yeah, that is what <laughs> people say that Mac really is that he's done this at every level and that. Again, it's all how someone presents it. Like if you ask, yeah. if you have a four, five-year-old, which I do, and they say, you say, I want you to go to bed. Why? And then you go, well, it's getting late. Why? I mean, how many times can they say why? Well, they'll, they'll, they'll find out, you know, they're, they're just going to keep saying it. But Mac for that, he's, he's a bright kid. He wants to know the why. So he knows if he's in a situation that's similar well, I did this. And Bill says, well, why did you do that? Well, why did I do that? I did that because in these other situations that are similar, we do this. Okay. I know why you think that way. And when you know how people think, you, you, you're better off. I mean, you know, I don't Mark, think- Mark saying that about the young quarterback, it's a strong, this, that argument is 100% correct and has gone back to many times where we've come back. When you when you look at the Tim Couches, he was extremely bright, but what did he have that never worked? His coaching sucked. His they always got organization they always after like three years. Johnny Manziel, I'm not saying he wouldn't have flamed out. I'm not saying Baker would have flamed out, but have any of these guys had consistent coordinators good good consistent coordinators when they've been thrust into that spotlight at such a well, young age no okay I think, so I think, I think that's another problem with a lot of the franchises is they wait two years they bring in a new head coach they give them two years yeah and if it doesn't work out things haven't turned around they're not 
you know, vying for the Super Bowl. I was like, all right, we're on the wrong path. Let's just fire this guy and pick the next guy and give him another two or three years. And they have this constant churn. So like you're saying, the players who do come in don't have that consistent coaching. They're constantly learning new playbooks, having new coordinators telling them different, sometimes contrary things, gets their head all screwed up. So Mm -hmm. what was good athletes and like ready to be molded into a professional player just got destroyed and now you can't do anything with them. Yeah. Well, one of the things I always say is uh, guys need to get, when they hire coaches, they should hire coaches based off of the success that they've had with a quarterback and how that can translate to their quarterback. It is not a shock that Brian Dable went from Josh Allen to Daniel Jones, and now Daniel Jones doesn't look like a bust. Literally, he is Daniel Jones is literally Josh Allen light. He can run, he has an arm, yeah. and he's athletic. All you have to do, yep, turn down the mistakes, and we're gonna win some games. And I um you bring up a great point. Who's who's the head core or who's the head coach for the Arizona Cardinals? Cliff Kingsbury. Okay. Who has he coached in college? He coached Mahomes in college. And he coached um, Baker Mayfield, I think. Right? No? Who else? Keep going. Um, Johnny Manziel. Who else? Oh, my Case God. Keenum. Case oh, Keenum. really? Case Keenum. That's funny. Yeah. He, he is like the QB whisperer. I don't know why it's that hard to find guys that are like that. Find the guys that are like that, and you offer them a head coaching position because they're well, they're great. Well, I think the difference you is right. On so like one Cliff, of four. Yeah, but I mean, again, again, like, again, like Baker and Baker's Dave. He's won some games for them. Uh, same thing with Manziel and Keenum is is, is a solid backup, but they're good. No, yeah, Man, yeah Manziel would be in the league if not for his. But when you look at their success at that level, that collegiate level, that translates to he may they may not again because the teams that they were drafted by, right? They may not thrive at that next level. That ain't on him, right? <laughs> right. So you look at the guys that have had like six guys that have made it to the league that are are just able to be played, or they're they're being drafted fifth or tenth overall or better, and then it's like okay, we need we need that guy, you know. So I think in college you need to do well enough so that teams see you. Yes. But not well enough that you get drafted by a horrible team. <laughs> well, That's the problem the is, right? That's what happens. <laughs> but we got rid of our coordinate. I don't know what what they needed to promise McDaniel's to keep him. Um and I've torn McDaniel's up over the years, uh, but he really he really seeing what we did with cam when we had cam, even when we lost those close games that we lost and then seeing what we did with Mac's rookie year, that sold me like for good on McDaniels. And I was like, he's, no, he's yeah. got to keep paying him, pay him 50 million to stay. I don't care. Well, it's no, just- I mean, I no, I think it was, I, I think for him, I think, I definitely think for him, it was time to move on. And I get it. You know, um, I knew he'd be a head coach again. I think right now, I don't think the oddly enough, I think it goes back to what Mark said. The Pats aren't losing because because of quarterback play. They're losing because they're gonna have a bunch of awesome dudes. And I now and one of the things is 
Bill has proven time and time again he doesn't need awesome, awesome dudes to win. The problem is he did that. He had awesome dudes. He had awesome, awesome dudes on defense when he had a young quarterback. And I, I think the defense, I think the defense is going to be fine. I literally think the Bears game was one of those games that teams play and it gets, it gets away from you. I think nine sure. times out of ten, if they played nine more games against them, they'll win all those nine. The game got away from them, I, and that was it. It, it, it. The story was Zappy and Mac, but the story when I looked at the when I was at the game, I've already watched the game twice since I've been because I was so shaken. Um, I've watched <laughs> it twice and. We had, aside from just dumb penalties, uncharacteristically dumb penalties, mm-hmm. and again, the, the refs are garbage, right? From my seats, I could see at least three holds when Judon was getting to fields. Like, egregious, well, egregious holds. Like, the dude has red sleeves, like, throw a flag, please. When I well, watched good defenses. Defense, I counted six holds just on him they're not all sacks they're they would have been hurries or maybe a hit qb hit maybe one more sack doesn't matter i know that's one guy i understand that there's holding well, on well, well good defenses always with one of the funniest things is good defenses always have a hard time with mobile quarterbacks always sure because they sure. play off script but 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 the plays that i saw a lot of the plays that i saw when Judon was being held, easily the only bright spot of the entire night. Even Jake Bailey couldn't punt. I mean, what the hell was that shit? But when Judon <laughs> was getting to him, usually he would immediately just run in the other direction. Fields, when he would go off script and just run off, run, run to the other sideline, which obviously makes it harder for the ref to see because he's running away. The guy lets him go. It doesn't matter. He throws his hands up. I'm not holding you. Don't worry about it. And Fields is already gone. On any of those plays, if he was a pocket passer and stayed there, he maybe half of those are called. Yeah, or he's killed. Absolutely, I think. Um, but I, th- I think it's just one of those things. The Jets game—that's the game that decides. I think that's the game that decides the Pat season. Somebody asked me, "Do I think the Pats can still make the playoffs?" It's like one. I know the Jets aren't because if you look at the Jets schedule. It's br- it's it's brutal. And funniest thing about the Jets, nobody's talking about their quarterback doesn't throw throw touchdowns. It's just like Zach Wilson. That's, that's right. They literally are avoiding using him. You can only win right. so many games like that. If it well, helps, I, the Jets are one and two at home this year, and they're four and zero on the road. Don't lose a chance. Well, I mean, let's be real. Like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna shred the Jets just because they're the Jets. But I mean, I mean, if you look at the difference, it's almost like our fantasy, right? Our fantasy league. They've scored 159 points this year, and they're in second place, and they could even be tied for you know if the Bills actually lost. Uh, well, I forget that close game that they lost or uh, or won, but they almost uh, lost. The Bills should have lost the Baltimore game. Yeah, 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 exactly. So they're only four more points ahead of the Patriots. That's it. That's it. And the Pats have two more losses. It's like the division's up for grabs. I mean, Tua looks like Tua again, but 
anyone watched that game, they saw Tua run. I thought Tua was going to die when he dove head first. I thought, like, I'm afraid he's going to get. He was trying to prove something Sunday uh, that he shouldn't try right. to prove. It, that's really it, right? And and I thought the same with Mac with his ankle on Monday night. Mm-hmm. Cu- at one point, he led the Pats in rushing. He had 24 yards at some point. Um, and Ramondre ended up obviously surpassing him. But I'm like, are you just trying to prove to everyone that's watching that your ankle is fine? Yeah, nobody was worried about that ankle. <laughs> right. Now, to his head, everyone was worried about. Um, and I'm still Miami. So that I means Miami. Miami goes the way of Tua. If yes, if he gets hurt and misses games, they're done, super done. Yep. That game, and that game they won against um, the Bills is huge for them. Huge. Yeah. And um, it's 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 that that that. There's games every season that we all look at when you're looking at your team that go, how the fuck did we lose that game? The Bills are looking at that, and now the Pats could go on a run, and we could be saying the same thing about this Bears. You know, someone brought up, oh, the Pats. Is a good Ninkovich brought this up on his podcast. You know, he's like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, well, the Pats, uh, Zappy, you know, they lost to Green Bay, but it was close. He's like, have you watched any of Green Bay's games? He's like, even the ones they win? He's like, Green Bay is terrible this year they should have won their game they're terrible right he's like so and he's like he's like cleveland detroit he's like yeah we we showed up we beat bad teams and sure we did it convincingly but um yeah i mean we'll see what the jets are you know i mean this week sure but you know pats win they're four and four jets are five and three we're also playing zach wilson uh you know the the two out of the highest graded corners now through seven weeks, the Patriots have the number one and the number four in the entire league. We have Jonathan Jones and we have Jack Jones. One and four. Who JC Jackson's out, blew his leg off. His leg flew off. The I know night. it sucks. It sucks because I mean he was having a terrible year and now he I won't know. be able to now he won't be able Adding to rectify it. Insult. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. I mean, you hope that he comes back. I, I liked JC when he was here. I hated seeing him going, but again, you know, I, I, I really, I, I, I keep telling people you can question Belichick all you want. You're just going to look stupid for a lot of things. The two things you should never question Bill on is drafting offensive linemen and drafting cornerbacks. He just I can't knows. imagine. I, I can't imagine the Jets scoring against them this week. I can't. Last year, midseason, how many wins in a row did the Patriots rattle off? Oof. It's a good question. It was a lot. It was a lot because they yeah. started off. What, because... what did they start at? Like, Patriots and Belichick in particular have always started slow. And their record may not indicate it, but their real and the personality of the team and what they're made of really doesn't start to show until the middle of the season. You know, so we're probably three or four games away from them and, you know, figuring out what their strengths, what their weaknesses and what they can do against the rest of the league. Yeah, I mean, the the thing with the Pats is that that's really it. You know, they lose no matter what, no matter what, no matter what it is, the Pats always lose games that they shouldn't lose. Um, 
Um, and usually, but like not some... a lot, not a lot, though. Nope. not a lot. No, well, there, there are teams the, that the, do that well, way more often. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But the Pats lose games. I'm not saying they lose like five games a season. They shouldn't lose. I'm saying they do lose games like anyone else. I mean, there's some and teams early, that never and lose early games. for them, though. Those they lose one game early. every year to Miami because but, of some bull that right. like, oh, so well, let's weird. put Gronk so on the two yard line and see if he can tackle someone. Right. Like, oh, oh, it didn't work out. Imagine that. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, at, at one point we went for blocking. I think it was an extra point. We put Jack Jones off to the side and he almost he dove and he almost blocked it. And if he didn't have the the injury history, I would say I do not see why you don't put either Jack Jones or Tyquan Thornton off the edge blocking stuff. Tyquan Thornton, of course, he's 123 pounds, but um and he has a he broke his collarbone in preseason, but like just just start doing crazy shit on specials yeah. and seeing what happens, right? I mean, it's it's fun. Bailey, I'm not worried about about him. Jake Bailey's been one of the best punters in the league. We'll we'll see how he is. You know, I mean, they didn't bring anyone in this week. Um, they brought in another kicker, but I'm not worried about folk either. Uh, they usually do that just to kind of um, keep up on their their practice squad list. Um, but I don't. I don't I, I I just question the way that Bill handled it, like I said. Like like someone bought brought up the great point of if Zappy played and they lost, people would have been saying, Where's Mac? Right? And that would die down, but then Mac goes to, you know, uh the Jets and plays on the road. You don't hear boo birds there from home. And it wasn't even it wasn't even that they started the Zappy chant. It was the fact that they booed Mac. That really, that was really shitty. Um, and 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 it's funny because it's like, beware what you wish for. Be, watch what you do. People do this, and then they'll bitch that Mac isn't playing well. Well, you're the home team. Maybe you shouldn't boo your fucking quarterback. Like maybe yeah, not. No, it's a, like it's like not, you're not I, Joe Flacco late like, in your career, at Baltimore. We have five picks, and you know, you're in, not the in, you're, not the, you're not the you're not the Broncos, and the Broncos' yeah, offense is on the Wilson. field. Right. <laughs> Which I just saw Russell Wilson is going to be probably starting on Sunday. I don't – my – well, they say – they say one of the things they said, Um, rumor has it, if Hackett loses this week, <laughs> he's out. So now Good. I'm re- I'm hoping we lose because he needs to go. They're, he needs to go. They're going to lose. They're absolutely going to lose. They're playing Jacksonville. They're playing Jacksonville. Jacksonville in London, baby. London? Yeah. I'm a Jags fan, baby. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be very interesting. I think the – now, the fact that Russell didn't play last week and they still lost clearly shows, yeah, something's wrong with this offense. I don't know what it is, but something's wrong with this offense. I think um, I uh, I don't know the Russell Wilson thing is still still very strange to me. I just don't know what's wrong with him. And um, have you looked? Have you guys looked at the overall uh, overall records? Like everyone thought, everyone thought that the that their division, the AFC West, would be the absolute best in football. 
Yeah, I know everybody did. And it's not by, it's by far. We we did. We all thought it would. I mean, you you look yeah. at it, and and the irony is, if if the Pats won, the Pats would have maybe the best division in the AFC. If they didn't, mm-hmm. if they didn't lose to Chicago, right? That's that's crazy. And you have out west, you have only. I, I, I actually, I don't even. Not even out west. Listen to this. This is this is absolutely insane. NFC East, you have three teams with at least five wins. Okay. Now, listen to this. NFC North, only one team above 500. NFC South, Brady's division, no one. No one's higher than three and four. Brady's leading that division with three and four. Okay. Seattle with Geno, four and three. And the Rams are tied at three and three. So they're at 500. That's how bad this league is really right now. The league is really just the – is it bad or is it is that parody? They're all equally I bad? Think, I think it's more parody. I think I think too many teams didn't start off the way they expected to start off. It, it's like our damn fantasy league. It is literally You're like, like our fantasy it's not league. a good two and four team. <laughs> it's like Drake – it's like I had Drake London have his first three weeks – Look like he might be the offensive rookie of the year. And then it seemed like yeah. somebody told Marcus Mariota, don't throw the ball. They got blown out by they got beat by like 18 the other day, and he only had like 15 passes. It's like where they do that at? Where yes. if you get blown out, does your quarterback not start airing it out? But clearly the coach was all for it because he let him keep doing it. Well, and now you have the Colts who are three, three, and one, who that is above like somehow I don't understand this. Mark is math guy, so he'll have to tell me. How yeah. can you be three, three, and one and mathematically be at five hundred? Because the tie doesn't count towards the percentage. How? It that is interesting. <laughs> right. Well, I, because they just say the percentage, like the way so the way it should be calculated, if it's a winning percentage, then the a tie is not a win. You know, but, it's but not a loss. It's not a, exactly it's not a loss as well. Right. So it just doesn't count, which is why ties are stupid and they right. should just have, you know, either continue overtime or start yeah, from the 20. Do what college or, does. Dude, you could pick any scenario for a tiebreaker, whatever you would say. Day. And I would, I would, I would agree with whatever you're going to say. If you said it's like, let's see who can jump rope the best at midfield, I would be like, that's a great idea. Or play like a quick simulated game of Madden, I would be like, yes, that sounds great. Who does paper rock scissors or wins five out of seven thumb wars? That's a great idea. Ties are terrible for the league. There's just no reason for them. But see, but the Colts, the Colts three, three and one, and bench their quarterback. It was no, so didn't funny. Even bench, is, they didn't even bench him. They they punted him down the bench. He's he benching is going from starting to sitting. He is sitting behind the guy who was sitting. He's now the third. weirdest. The weirdest thing about it was he's hurt, and they and they and they proceeded to say, "Yo, but it's not about the injury." <laughs> it's like all they had to do was literally say, "Um, he can't play because he's hurt." But the fact that they wanted to make sure people knew he's playing crappy. That's why he's not in. 
and he's injured. That's really cold. It is. I mean, it's Matt Ryan. Uh, I don't care. I mean, I, I like Matt Ryan because <laughs> he was BC and whatever, but Matty Ice and, you know, I mean, it's there's a small part of me that feels bad for the 28 to three, but you know, I mean, he did everything he could to win that super bowl, but you know, no, no, that was, that was where coaching, where coaching goes wrong. There's no reason. Like you had, again, I feel bad for Arthur blank coming down to the field. I still feel bad about that. I don't feel bad about Atlanta fans. I hate Atlanta. No, I actually think, I think it was an, I think it was coaching. I think it was an, ego coach coaching job i think don't let your ego do dumb crap i mean for all of the thing literally everything that had to go wrong for them in order for them to lose that game went wrong they had stuff had to go wrong for them and they had to do the wrong stuff it was i mean consistently though i mean yes it is almost it's so amazing i would that that could happen. I would tell I would tell people, you know, when you look at when you look at a comeback like that, you have to you think of the Red Sox coming back from the Yankees, right? The ALCS and it's never happened before. Blah blah blah. Well, it has to happen at one point, you know. Um, yeah. And 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 their the momentum in sports is of is such a real thing. It's not even it's not it even is. funny. Um, but then like, even in fantasy, it's a thing. So this Monday night, Mark is playing funk in our league. Mark is losing. This is my, this, this may have, this made me and James happy at the game. This is hilarious. Can I set the stage going? Yeah. Set, yeah you, you got so, you, you set it up. Tom Brady, zero touchdowns thrown. Newly San Francisco 49er Christian McCaffrey, less than 40 yards rushing. My entire offense, I had one receiving touchdown. Um, my Jacksonville Jaguar defense got beat up by the Jet by the Giants. Um, my third highest scorer was my kicker. So I'm down by a lot of points going into Sunday night. And Funk decides he's just going to have two open IDPs. He fills one of them because one of his other guys got an injury designation so he could stash him on on the IR for the week. Picked up an IDP. And then was leaving the other one blank until I got it close. And then it was Monday, and he's like, <laughs> I, and I, and we all knew what he was going to do. He had to do. He had. Uh, I think he had only Mooney that he could drop. Uh, I don't know if he had another guy. He had two bye week players, but bi-week. I don't know if you're allowed to drop them. You can't. You can, but they were such high caliber players. He was not. Yeah, he's, it's, he's not. Yeah. Right. And so he picks up the crappiest IDP. Because he undervalues IDPs in our league, and we properly value them, because a good IDP can get you as much as a decent running back if he's a fifteen stud. points. Mark has Roquan Smith 
every tackle <laughs> James and I were celebrating people were like, what is wrong with them? Because we're happy that he gets a sack. <laughs> we're happy that he got an interception at the end of the game. We cheered. We're at the Pats game and we're cheering. <laughs> we're watching it. He had another IDP, uh, Morrow, um, Funk did. And he proceeds, Roquan gets a tackle. Then they said Morrow's name. I was like, he's not. And this was late in the game. I'm like, Morrow's not going to, unless Morrow gets a cheap sack or something, he's not going to win. Going into the game, I'm down by 10. Roquan get 12 tackles, a sack and an interception, 15 Damn. points. And his guy got and Morrow got five tackles for yeah. four points. Right. And I end up wow. winning by three tenths of a point. <laughs> Hilarious. Survives less, this week, less than one reception. I'm playing it's... Funk this week, and I'm going to be starting Mooney, who he dropped against them. Yes. Life's crazy. I hope the kid scores seven touchdowns. I hope uh, he scores, I think... you know, and he's like, oh. <laughs> Downplays up. That guy was a bum. He's not doing it. Okay. Why I think was he a lot of guys so far this this season, a lot of guys haven't they haven't lived up to their draft potential. And um I'm still waiting for Najee Harris to score more than two touchdowns in consecutive weeks because he's playing awful. I mean, but I have I think, Mark. I have I have only Mark to thank. I am first in our league. I didn't think I'd be first because I didn't. I don't even know how the tiebreakers work in our league. I don't ever pay attention to them. <laughs> they do come into play, but I, I'm six and one. Lancers is six and one. Funk dropped to five and two. Mark is right on his heels. You own the tiebreaker because he beat him. Yeah. Um, and so I've beaten the third place team. Yep. The other fourth place team I'm tied with. The um, I play the the sixth place team. So the rest of my schedule, I play everyone at like the bottom of the standings, which is great for my outlook. That's hilarious. Isaiah's on the outside looking in. He's in. I'm on the outside looking in. That means nothing. You're one game behind, and the game and the teams that are right, right. It's a lot of three or four teams. Yeah, I need. I'm on a losing streak, and I need. um, The problem is. Some uh, I just have too many, I have too many players that are on teams that don't know what they want to do. Atlanta has Cal yeah. Pitts and Drake London. I have Drake London. They don't want to throw the ball. Um, freaking, I have I, my I picked Russell. I I shouldn't have picked Russell Wilson. That was my biggest downfall. I think I think there were two games. That if I had a studded quarterback earlier this season, I would have won those games. But going into but going into games where your quarterback is giving you less, is averaging 16, 17 points a game, you're not gonna be that successful. So I literally only have him on my bench no. now because I'm waiting. I just have to hope he turns it around. But I need, I need. I need more than Chris Olave <laughs> to show up this week. And oddly enough, I uh, oh yeah, I, I expect uh, I expect um, Moody Moody or Mooney or whatever. I expect him to play well. Um, <laughs> we 
and I picked up. I'm going to be streaming. He was getting looks. Even you know, I don't know how they. I don't even know how they. I don't even know how they measured targets. Sometimes, I mean, right? I mean, but when I saw his <laughs> yeah. targets, just for that, for that, like uh, when I when I saw his targets, I was like, no, he had way more. I mean, they were calling his name, and I saw the ball. It maybe they maybe it's if they sail too high, they you know they don't even consider that. Just kind of like you know, uncatchable. Oh yeah, I see you what know, you mean. Yeah. Or whatever. Um, but there were like at least two or three of those, and I'm like, no, he had more targets than that. No, uh, I mean my most consistent player was Mark Andrews, and he's nursing a knee injury. So I need him to get. Yeah. I mean, literally, he was getting me close to 20 points a game. It's quite. I mean, a great pick, great pick. Najee, yeah, Najee hasn't sniffed. I don't think Najee sniffed 15 points this season. <laughs> like not once i i look at i look at bye weeks and go when am i really going to be absolutely screwed and everyone almost everyone in our league when we draft says yeah i'm willing to throw away one week and blah 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 i'm like listen i don't i'm not gonna (laughs) i'm not gonna get out in front of everyone and explain them to this but Here's a little secret that if any of those idiots listen to our podcast, they'll understand. But here's the deal. You don't need five guys out in a week to lose you the week, right? So mm-hmm. I try to make sure it's like a good example is like I look ahead and I go, okay, well, next week I have Nick Chubb out on by, Deontay Johnson on a buy, Kittle on a buy, and my kicker on a buy. Normally it's like, well, well, you know, he's a kicker. Well, Meyer is a good kicker. I'd rather not drop him. If I have to, I will. Yes. But yeah. Kittle is that position where it's like, well, I don't have a backup tight end. And if I wait to get a tight end, I'm going to be absolutely screwed. So yes. I picked up Gusecki this week just so that he can play for when he's on a bye. That's a good uh, bye week cover. Yeah. It's like, okay, if he, you know, he, he, he's a boomer bust and he's playing at Chicago. So, you know, we'll see there. You know, I can't replace Nick Chubb, but Jonathan Taylor's back. He's playing the Pats. Who knows? We'll see then. Um, but it's about with our league, with so few bench spots, that if you have a couple bench for guys that are on buys, and then you have a couple injured guys, you might not be able to fulfill your whole roster. Unless there's three. so many people in our league three who injuries. manage their rosters. I agree. I I totally agree. And I think that I think that gets you more wins than you would think. The That's guy in last place has six running backs on his team. At most in our league, you can play two. Right. And with one, two, three, four, five, with six bench spots, you're taking up you're taking up four of them with one position. The problem with that is, and I understand it, some guys will, um, they try to hoard talent. Because if a guy's on my bench, he can't play for someone else and beat me. But the problem is, you have to get talent for your team. And and that's excessive. Now, in my case, in my case, um, I've got, because my starters are so inconsistent, I have to have more people on my bench at positions that I wouldn't want to because 
I don't know where right. my points are coming from yet. Um, well, if if I mean, it, you, like, you I have J.K. You have, Dobbins you, who got you, hurt. You can so. future, you can future proof to a certain extent in our league, yes. right? You really just have to be it. There's like Mark said, it's about management. And that's the same thing in, in the NFL. It's about managing like McCaffrey. Yeah. I think he's going to get a shit ton of carries this week. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. He'll probably, I, he's probably going to catch some balls too, actually. The, 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 the McCaffrey um, Shanahan connection is so cool. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw that story or heard the story about, well, like, I know the, I know the connection because of the Broncos. Yeah. But I mean, it's more than just Ed and, and Ed and Mike Shanahan. It's the fact that like, uh, like Kyle used to like, babysit christian mccaffrey (laughs) like that's that's cool as hell so it's more than like we just want the guy and i i can't stand people saying like oh well they paid way too much it's calm down picks mean nothing in the league just like the the salary cap means nothing like if you're well no well the biggest problem is right i think the niners i think the niners cal can say what he wants he knew he knew mcveigh wanted christian mccaffrey of course and That's there was, he, and course. if you can, if you can get McCaffrey so that he doesn't go to the Rams, a team that's in your division, yeah. that is definitely going to be, yep. that could potentially be the team to kick you out. Then you got to grab him. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, you know because yeah, it's like I mean, I mean were, I, were, I, well, that's helping your team while hurting another team, which is. Like we were just talking about, people in our league will draft people, or like you said, you can hoard hoard guys so that no one else can pick them up. That only benefits you really. One, if you're playing those people that really need that position, but also two, if it really does help you and benefit you in some way, right? If you you want to grab, if you want to have six running backs because you really don't have a running back and you need to find who that next stud is going to be for you, then yeah. go for it, right? But like. Even talking about this just just casually and going, okay, well, you want to look at teams, you know, Mark references our last our last place team. If you go to on on you know in in our league and you go to schedule and then you scroll through his team and look at when he has all you know all, all these bye weeks, you'll see that he has where was it. Week eleven, he has Tua is out. He has two of his IDPs. His biggest IDPs are out, and then he has some other guys. Uh, it's like you, but then he had like the. Did you guys see his like his his uh, quarterbacks were terrible aside from Dak before, but he had every quarterback. He's got Carson Wentz on his IR. Yeah, yeah. Like Carson he, Wentz. Yeah, he's he is definitely. Well, so the thing about it is, right, I think in his case, right, what I could argue um, to play devil's advocate for him, being last, you don't know where your points are coming from. So as he starts to get, <laughs> as he starts to have consistent play from guys, he's going to get rid of guys. Right, like right now, oh, sure. I, have, sure. I have Kyron Williams on my IR. We haven't even seen him play right. yet. But He's expected to be good. So if he plays well, then guess who I can get rid of? Gordon. And I can get rid of J.K. Dobbins and James Robinson. And 
Sure. Mark and I have been in the bottom of the league. We've been in the league forever. We've been in the bottom of the league. I'm not making fun of the guy in last place right now. I'm not, I'm really not because we've been there. We understand like you're trying to make something happen, right? You don't want to give away that people will come and poach and try to take that number one right to see are like, look, I'd like to score 30 points as a team this week. Try not to take away my best wide receiver because that's really my team. Um, I've been offering him <laughs> trades for his best wide receiver all week. I think I might just because. So I offered him. Um, let's see, what did I offer him? I think Mike Evans and. Um, hold on, let me take a look. Because he offered me a garbage trade in return. I think he was getting upset. So I was asking <laughs> for uh, for Cooper Cup. And I was going to give him um, Mike Evans and Dante Foreman. Who, you know, now the starting. So figured, you know, not that much of a downgrade at um, wide receiver. But he'll end up getting more points combined the guys i'm giving him than he's getting from cooper cup and whatever else he has so instead he sent me in return uh, i send him mike evans and then he sends me uh Corey davis and chubba hubbard i didn't even know he had to but that's funny we're ready for this right now as we speak i want cooper cup from him and I'm going to offer him someone that one, if not both of you, probably don't know who he is. His name is Justice Hill. Justice Hill from the, the running, back, running the back for the Ravens. But I'm just going to send this to you. Send trade. Thought you would like this. I'm just going to send that to you. There you go. He, <laughs> we, we are doing this not because he's last. Be it's because. He wastes all of our time every year offering us the worst trades, and he deserves this. He yeah, used I mean, to send trades hoping is... people would accept them by accident. He says that every I'm year to us at the draft. I'm, I'm surprised. As if I won't reverse a trade if you accidentally accept it and say, I didn't mean that. Like, yeah. Don't well, the funniest thing. Well, one of the funniest things is if um I didn't realize he had cup. I think. If you For only now, have, if you're one and six, still. what one and six, right? One and six. Yeah. If you're one and six, and you have Cooper Cup, clearly, you could get more stuff. Like clearly, whatever. Team yeah, you have I mean, Cooper Cup's what isn't fifth ranked. You could probably get three. You could, pro- I mean, realistically, you could probably get. You could get three. You could get three players. You could get two decent receivers and a and a nice RB2. And, and and a guy that splits time. Maybe even a guy that splits time. It, it doesn't matter. It could be even like, give me two decent wide receivers and like your yeah. worst IDP. Mark and I did an IDP trade uh, a couple of years ago. I can't remember what even that trade was. Um, I don't even remember what that trade was, but I ended up giving you I think the number one IDP in the league that year or, or like number three, top three or whatever it was. And people bashed the trade. And I was like, this is an even trade. And sure enough, yeah. I think the guy ended like second overall in IDPs. Like people. Yeah, I think I had a third, 
I had a third running back on my bench who was killing it, but I couldn't play him over the two studs I had. Yeah. So it was like, well, he's just sitting on my bench doing nothing. I could right. always use an upgrade. So yep. sure. Yeah, see? Yeah. Take this running back. And they scored about the same amount of points. Yeah. But you got yeah. to use that IDP every week. And 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 good IDPs in our league, the way that the points are, you know, a, a, a solo sack is a point. Uh, assist is half a point. A sack and interception, they're two points. You know, you know, pass defended and all that. You, you can rack it up. Roquan, look at that. 15 points. 15 points if I even look. And I crushed my guy this week. 15 I got 20 points. I got He's 20 points than... from um who was it? Who gave me 20 points? Campbell from the Green from the Packers because he did because he ran a pick back. Yeah. That's so usually really get double digits. Most people have to like you have to get lucky and get like a corner who gets a you know a pick yep. six. But Here, have please. like middle linebacker for like a, a, a not a very good offensive team. You know he's yes. gonna be on the field a lot. You know, yeah. he's just gonna get a he's gonna end the season yeah. with like 120, 130 tackles. So Roquan Smith, Roquan Smith scored, and I won convincingly. I won by 50 something points, 57 points. Roquan Smith scored almost as many points as Nick Chubb on my team, and he outscored almost as many as Kittle. And then he outscored every single person except Joe Burrow, who had 57 points. He almost scored as much as my kicker. Incredible. Right. Incredible. Right. And I'm looking at other teams. It's like I, I played against a guy. He had, he had uh, McLaurin. He had 15, 15.8 points. He almost he almost got that. He almost uh, Joe Mixon, 16.6. That's it. People, you want to make – you want to – oh, yeah, this IDP. Listen, you want to get your sixth wide receiver – before you really are going to grab an IDP that could score 15 and be in there every week. Fine. Go ahead, fool. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> no, you know, I, I don't think be... you need to draft an IDP in the third round, but you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's going to be an interesting week. Okay. So week eight um, starts tomorrow. Ravens bucks. Who you guys got? I, I said it here before that I don't pick against Brady. You don't. It's true. I'm gonna. Um, I do. Gonna, I pick against Brady. <laughs> you're a Broncos fan, of course you do. Yes. <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, I mean, my my heart says my heart says Brady, but my gut says Baltimore. But it's at it's at Tampa. I'm I'm gonna roll. I'm gonna roll with Tommy. Okay. Um, I'm picking the Ravens, but I wouldn't be surprised if they laid an egg because the Bucks they can't lose they can't lose them all. Eventually they'll win again. <laughs> can't lose that's, that's, that's a great way to look at it. <laughs> that's <life>. the motto. <laughs> and lose them all. I'm going with the Bucks. I think their defense is gonna have uh a rebound game. Um Baltimore has looked shaky. They've they haven't won consecutive games all year and they won last week so okay right would you say it's a new buck team baby always (laughs) (laughs) so uh then we got uh london game early sunday jaguars broncos jags Jags. i have to my london jags but i don't feel happy about it (laughs) the jags (sighs) lost in maybe the most heartbreaking way to lose this week against the Giants, where 
Trevor Lawrence throws it. The guy catches it on the one, turns, and he stopped. Mike Jones-style Super Bowl Rams versus Titans on the one-yard line. <laughs> they run out of time. They they would have tied them, and then extra point wins it. They lost that way. That's how close the Jags were from beating the Giants, who are, now are 6-1. and one. Um, I'm, I'm Jags all day. They're going to win by 300. <laughs> so in the last seven years, Jags are 3-4 and four playing in London which is a better record than they have at home stadium. So Denver's all messed up. I'm going to yes. go with the, the Jags at their home away from home right. this week. I, I'm with you, man. I think they should relocate the Jags to London. If they do if they do that whole division, I don't know how they could do a whole division, but they said they wanted to move four teams. I think so. I've been thinking a lot about this. I think – there's a lot. I think there's a lot we can learn from the Premier League over there. There are too many garbage teams in the NFL right now yeah. who need some more uh, motivation. Oh, you talking about putting them down to the lower division, have them play? I say and then we the winner we comes up. Split the NFL into two tiers. You know, you add uh, four more teams to each tier, so there's twenty and twenty. They play each other. Maybe they play each other each, uh, at least once. Twice. Well, twice, right? You no. Know? And then, you know, the top six teams go into the playoffs. And then at the end of the year, the three worst teams get sent down to the garbage league. And then the three That's best teams so get sent up. That'd be incredible. That way, you know, it, it's not just like, oh, well, you're you're horrible for a whole bunch of years. We're here. We'll give you a whole bunch of players so you can get better. That would it's be incredible. Not, it, it's not. I mean, they got to think. It, they got to think. Never different. happen. But having like two tiers, you'd have to add eight more teams. So you could put in a, a division in Europe. That'd be for the teams for whichever of the leagues, and then, you know, have maybe have them start in the lower league to to begin with, and then you, what other four cities? In the U.S. could house a pro team. No, um, that do- that doesn't have one already. Um, St. Louis. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. You go to the cities that yeah. lost teams. So that'd be St. Louis. That would be um, who else? Somebody else lost a team not that long ago. Um, Oakland. Yeah, St. Louis. Another team. I, I would give Oakland their their team back. They were a great fans. San fan Diego. Can- no, okay. San Diego can't even. I don't think they can. I can they? Why not? Why can't they? They're not. They're not. They moved. They moved up the street. Yeah. They're in LA now. Yeah. So San Diego, Oakland. So, I mean, that's that's three cities right there that have housed yeah. successfully housed um, NFL franchises multiple and occasions. Get a, and then get a Toronto team. Boom. Done. Yeah. Oh, Canada. Like there, like it's actually weird that we that there isn't a ca- Canadian team already. We should incorporate the Canadian Football League. You know, like have them. You know, like maybe adjust to our our fields and our our, our rules. Rules. Maybe I I think we could incorporate the the running head start for the receivers. Love it. I think that would 
open up the offense oh amazingly. I don't I don't know how anyone in the world would stop Tyreek Hill. The guy getting a head start, like you'd have to be like, <laughs> oh, if you're over 250 pounds, you could get a head start. Like just like, stop it by adding a 12th person on defense. Right. Right. Yeah. But, you but only a certain, Metcalf but only a head certain start? times of the game. Only certain times yeah. of the game can you have only the after the two-minute warning. The, <laughs> yes. Look, the only way to stop someone is for you to time your run at them as they're running and cut them immediately. Yes. That calf running at a, at a, at a, a um, full that, before the that, snap. that kind of play could help the Lions win this week. Um, they play the Dolphins. <laughs> I think I think the I think I'm gonna pick the Lions to beat the Dolphins in a stunning I, upset. I would I actually was too. I, there's something about there's something just about this this game. I think the Dolphins can win. I think mm-hmm. Tua got that game. I don't think that they, you know, I, not that they're going to come back down to earth to do. They're, they're playing well, but I just think. Well, Tua almost threw four picks against the Steelers that they didn't catch. Right, right in their hands, in their chest. Anyone, right any one of us would have caught at least half of them. Yeah, it was and terrible, they, and they didn't. They didn't. Um, I think. I think. I think Detroit's going to steal this. I don't know why, but Detroit always finds a way to lose. Yeah. Like, I just, That's true. I don't, I just don't believe in them as a franchise. I'm going to go with the Dolphins. No, that's fair. That's fair. Okay. Panthers, Falcons, um, the resurging Panthers, apparently. Um, <laughs> I think, I think the Panthers steal this. And then Mariota gets benched and they bring their rookie in. Falcons crush them. I think now that Carolina's gotten rid of their coach, gotten rid of their best player, they've said that they are going to be in rebuild mode. Now they're going to start to win. I'm going to have Panthers this week against the Falcons. I think the Panthers won their Super Bowl beating Tom Brady last week. And I think they're all so excited about it. That this Wednesday at at eleven nineteen p.m. right now they're all still thinking about that. They're not thinking about, <laughs> that and they're going to lose. <laughs> Any Marcus Mariota led team, like I I do not trust. Nope, you can't trust. I don't try. I don't trust any team that that rhymes with Carolina right now. I'm just saying. <laughs> now, um, Cardinals Vikings. Um, I think the Cardinals get them. I don't believe in the Vikings. I think the Vikings are going to start to start to lose the games again. And I think the Cardinals are going to start catching up with Hopkins back. You know, that's not a bad point, but Vikings coming off a bye. I'm going to pick the Vikings. I think they have too many offensive weapons, and Arizona hasn't proved to me that they – uh, can do anything but kind of catch up at the end. Yeah, I think the, 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 that game, I mean, Kyler Murray is their, one of their strongest, but also the weakest link of that chain. And he, he, he makes, I watched, I can't remember what it, what it was. It was the worst. I should have, I should have, I should have taken a screen grab of it. Uh, it was the worst run play I've ever seen from a quarterback um that started as a pass play but where he stood in the pocket for like nine seconds some something insane that i'm like there's gonna be 50 holding flags on defense 
and then he waited. He has zero pocket presence whatsoever. The only thing that saves Kyler Murray from being killed every week is his athleticism. Um, so, I mean, I, I, I'm with you. I, I, I think Hopkins back changes it, but I think Vikings after a week off at Minnesota, I think it's Minnesota. Okay. Um, Bears, Cowboys, um, another upset. I'm picking Bears beat the Cowboys. Crazy. Again, they won their Super Bowl. They beat the Pats Monday night football. They're still all happy, but they just traded Robert Quinn to the, no idea why they traded Robert Quinn, but they just traded him. Yeah. And it's, it is it is weird that they would trade him when they're still in contention for for their division in the playoffs. It is weird. They didn't get better. They didn't get know, better by it. Weird. I think the Cowboys again a weird weird one o'clock game for the Cowboys. I think Cowboys kill him. It is a weird one o'clock game. Yeah, I'm going with the Cowboys. I just don't buy into the Bears. You know, I think. I mean, they did well against the Patriots, but uh, I just don't see Justin Fields as being that guy. No, he's still terrible. <laughs> he's going to have a great game. Go Fields. <laughs> um, Raiders Saints, um, I think I think Josh is going to start to roll off some wins now. Um, I, I just – I don't believe in Andy Dalton and – with Jameis out, no one does. I think it's Raiders. I think, as we've seen with a lot of aging quarterbacks playing on other teams that we don't recognize them in their jerseys, um, he had one great week. He's not going to keep that up. Like he's he's not going to be able to sustain that. Um, I, I have Vegas this week. Um, I think they just have too many weapons to, you know, not win more games than they have been so far. Okay, and and another god damn, I got all the upsets this week. I don't know how that happened. Um, I got the Steelers being the Eagles. How, do you do drugs? What <laughs> you do drugs? Dude. Here's the I deal. Here is the deal. Here's the deal. Check this out. Eagles are undefeated. Are they gonna go undefeated this year? No. No. No, but 10. this week they are. Good, good <laughs> teams. This good teams. Good teams lose the teams. They don't make the playoffs. This is their game, bro. This is their game to lose. Bro, Philly was oh, on hey, a hey. Philly was on a bye. <laughs> yep, they were already yep. the best team in the NFL, and they just yep. rested up and got better because they got healthier. Yeah, the Steelers gonna, are trash. It's going to be shocking. Everybody's going to be talking about <laughs> You're it. <Just> watch. <laughs> if everybody's going to be talking doesn't about beat it. them. By seventeen or more, <laughs> I will eat my hat next week on this podcast. Yo, bon appetit, man. Bon appetit. Seventeen or more. Seventeen <laughs> or more points. As my little, as the, as my little guy will say, put some Chick Fil A sauce on it. I will. <laughs> the, the Eagles are going to come out of their bye. They're going to steamroll over Pittsburgh. It's going to be over by halftime. <laughs> yeah. That's it. This um, game's already over. It hasn't started. So, <laughs> looking at the Eagles' schedule, uh, after the Steelers, they play the Texans. It's another win. Commanders, it's another win. Colts, it's another win. Packers, another win. Titans, then Giants. I can see those two as being actual competition. But then after that, it's the Bears again. And then... uh. 
another matchup against the Cowboys, another win Personal against the Saints, and then another Probably. matchup against the Giants. They get they get a tough end of the schedule, right? The those Giants games, Titans, the Cowboys, especially their division games, especially late. They're not going to go undefeated, but they might go. They might go ten and zero. But they ain't losing to the Steelers. <laughs> hey, you could get fifty-three hey. random people right now and beat Mike Tomlin and the Steelers. I'm After just saying, don't five. be surprised. Ben Roethlisberger is not coming out of that tunnel. <laughs> Terry Bradshaw ain't coming out of that tunnel. Uh, so we have um Pats Jets. I think uh, you know, I think we all believe the Pats are going to bounce back. Now, yeah, yeah. They will. Now, Titans, Texans. It's going it's to be a battle. It'll be like 23-20, but Pats will win, I think. Yeah. Now, Titans, Texans, uh, I think the, the yeah. Titans, they're just, they're just a good team. They're just solid. Texans are terrible. Yeah, yeah. they are. They're, they the Texans are terrible. somehow, somehow, this is hard to th- fathom, Mark. Somehow the Texans are worse than Steelers. It's hard to imagine. <laughs> They're not winning this they, game, or maybe even I think they both have the same amount of wins. Hilarious. <laughs> they were looking so promising the first week of the season when they tied. Right. Yes, they were. That's when you knew their season would be trash. It all went downhill from there. Oh. Um, Meanwhile, Tennessee's Giants, rolled off four in a row. That's crazy. Yeah. Two of which were against the Colts. That's very hard. I mean, and this they Colts played team, they played them twice in a three week span. I don't. Understand. I didn't realize that. That's funny. I, I don't understand how that that I think that happened with another team, or it's going to happen. And I'm like, what's happening with you guys? It's happening with the passing Jets. Yeah, the Jets. Yeah, that's right. I don't understand <laughs> how, they, how, how they could do that with it's the just, schedule. It's just randomizing. That's literally it. That's how it happens. That's, yeah. Guess that's what? You know what? You tell the guy that randomizes it. Do it, do it again. Do it again. This is weird. They don't bro. have a guy. They have a they have a machine who does that. The but guy they, wrote an algorithm that perfectly prints the thing out with just a press of a button. Have, then once they had the algorithm, like sorry, your services were no longer be needed. No. And now they just keep pressing the button. ESPN and NFL Network, one of them did a story on him. Have you ever seen this? I gotta find it. It's remarkable. The guy that does it for the league, they 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 definitely have computers that do it now. But the way that they do, they they tell preferences, you know what I mean? Like Monday nights or whatever. Like they do all this stuff, but then they go, well, there's certain things that you can't do. Like this Saturday, you can't do Saturday games for these teams because of college or blah, blah, blah. It's remarkable. But they even said like, when you know you have the right schedule, you know you have it. I'm like, well, you didn't have it this year and you knew it. It's weird. You can program all of that. You can program all that in, you know, like if else statements. Like, yeah. oh, like if – if this team has a college team with game on this day, you know, add plus this many days to Mark, availability there's an factor. There's a human element to football. That no humans. <laughs> AI hasn't picked up on it yet. They can't do it. <laughs> okay. So um, giant Seahawks, I think is a big game. I actually have the Seahawks winning at home. I don't know. I, I don't know, man. I, yeah. I, I, you tell me who wins, I'll believe you. I, if you say Giants and you could sell me on either of them, I think it's this stupidly could be the game of the week. 
I think this could, this could this definitely I, is in the running a game of the week. I mean, and then if you come, I always go down to it. Like if you you know good quarterback play, you good running back, and then you come down to it and you go home team. Is their home team advantage Seattle? Yeah. So I'll take Seattle. I think it's I think it's last drive they win with a field goal type thing. Giants going cross country. You know, to a very loud Seattle stadium. Yeah. No, it's 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 gonna mm-hmm. affect them. Yeah, yeah. Um, Commanders Colts. Uh, I I just don't see Washington losing to a quarterback in his first start. No, I don't. I don't. And or is I it mean, a second start? One of them. This is early I, start. I I love. I love Heineke. I don't care. I love I love watching that kid throw the ball. I like him. I like his story. I I like him. I like him a lot. I think the Colts have. We've talked about this before. The Colts this season, and maybe it's because of Jonathan Taylor. Maybe it's even Shaq Leonard being my IDP. I drafted so high, and he's played three damn snaps, and now he's still on the IR and Ooh, hasn't come off yet. But these Colts, these Colts don't have an identity. We've said that even about the Titans, right? Yeah, and that's a weird division not to have an identity. Um, mm-hmm. You know, even the Steelers, as much as we're bagging on the Steelers, they have an identity. You know, they they just don't have a quarterback right now. They don't have their answer there. They well, don't. No, they got a quarterback. The problem is he's only played what two and a half games. Sure, but they don't have a quarterback, right? I mean, let's be real. They need they, a coordinator. They need an offensive coordinator. Those plays they, are crap. I, I I completely I completely agree. It's it's terrible. But like I like I like Heineke a lot, but I don't I don't see I don't see I don't see Indy winning. No. I don't. The commanders? I don't even like that name. It's it should it's be commandos. The commandos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have, have people going commandos. to the stadium without pants. We went commando. Commando, commando. Uh, um, Niners, Rams. Uh, I think it's a pick. Em. I have no clue. None. I'm taking the Niners. I I just have a. I just think that McCaffrey is gonna get a whole bunch of extra. Um, Passes out of the backfield. Um, he's going to be impactful. Um, Matthew Stafford seems to be back to the Matthew Stafford that we knew. Can't take the Detroit, Detroit out of Stafford. Yeah, <laughs> you can Detroit. take Stafford out of Detroit, but you can't take Detroit out of the Stafford. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, I mean, every time, every time I look at Stafford, I honestly, I mean, this guy's a warrior. This guy's amazing. Like yeah. what he through i mean aside from playing detroit is he deserves a purple heart there um but like if you see him like he i i think he has i think he has a shoulder injury a lingering shoulder injury i think he's had it since like last season probably um but i'm with you i think this is the we're gonna actually get between touches and targets mccaffrey 30 to 35 this game as an extra fu to McVeigh from Shanahan because we got McCaffrey, you didn't, you know they were shopping. Oh, I just, it. yeah. Oh, I just. It's funny. I just realized that. Um, yeah. I'm picking the Rams. Rams had their bye last week. 
I think they yeah. I think McVay had two weeks to prepare to beat to play yeah. against his arch nemesis. I think it, yeah, it doesn't but matter. It's going to be. Close. I, I picked 49ers to beat to beat KC because I thought their de- their their defense was good. They just didn't really show up. Uh, they just couldn't no. Their defense pace. is good, but they played against it Mahomes. <laughs> of course, of course, they 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 just couldn't keep pace, right? And so yeah, they couldn't keep I pace. Think, I think I think Mark's right. I think McCaffrey is unleashed, and um, I, it'll be close. But I think I think 49ers. Yeah. No, I get it. I so get it. The Rams had two weeks to game plan, but then. The 49ers got McCaffrey halfway through that. Right. So now that's like crap. That's funny. That's true. That does change. That does change a lot. That's funny. Yeah. And so they haven't, they haven't seen what he looks like in their full offense. You know, no one has, they probably won't till the end of the year, but there'll be a whole bunch of things they can do with him. That'll confuse folks for a while. Yep. Yeah. Makes sense. All right. Uh, Packers bills. Um, this is a weird game. I think the Bills are supposed to win, but I don't think the They're Packers are as bad as people say they are. This is the thing. And I completely – I hate skeevy Aaron Rodgers, okay? I don't like the grease back hair. I think he looks creepy. <laughs> you know, if anyone's seen Black Phone, I think he actually would have been better cast in that movie than to be a quarterback <laughs> for the but at the end of the day, like he said it, he thinks that losing that game sets them up to be in a better position to do well against the Bills. He's like, no one's expecting anything from us. And like all the ever they're expecting it, but the Bills are eleven and a half point favorites. I think it's I think it's close, closer than at least most people think. I think the Bills kill them, but um but I think it's it's when I say kill, they they don't cover the spread. They don't cover level. Yeah, definitely. I can definitely see that. Yeah, the Packers have their three wins are against teams that are under five hundred. Yeah, you know they Pats, Pats they, they don't have the weapons anymore. You know, or the weapon, you know, is just Devontae Adams. I don't think that. Oh, he's gone. Yeah, but there's no one else though. Like oh, right. the last couple of years, Rogers has been able to get by. Right, just enough throwing just to Devonte. Right now that he's gone, he has no one. And oh, did you hear the hot rumor? They're getting a receiver. Did you hear that? They might get AJ Green. I was like, that would have been great ten years ago. Yeah, oh, if this was two thousand twelve. That terrible. would be like spitting in Aaron Rodgers' face to be like, "Hey, we got you a great wide receiver." Hey, I heard OBJ? Josh Gordon's still available too. Maybe he, let's bring him in for a workout. I'd rather have Josh Gordon than than. I would than rather AJ have Green. Josh Gordon, AJ Green too. Absolutely, without a- question. AJ Green can't make it through a damn game. Period. That's terrible. Like, Just that's terrible. Good. Josh Gordon, actually, that would be good. <laughs> um, I I heard Jerry Judy. The Broncos might put Jerry Judy on the block. Um, the Broncos need a the Broncos need a a, a number one draft pick. So. I say, hey, if if the Packers are willing to part with that, they should get the Broncos a call. Because the Watch Broncos what's about to happen. They're going to trade. Nope, they're going to trade Russell Wilson and Jerry Judy, and they're going to go to the Packers, and they're going to get Aaron Rodgers. He's going to be with Hackett, and he'll pick one guy with him, like Aaron Jones or something, like a big, crazy big trade. But Aaron, it'll be a resurgence in Rodgers' career, and that would be the. Wilson, That'd be the most amazing thing in football I've seen in the last 20 years. 
It'll save Hackett his job. He'll actually win coach of the year. It'll be crazy. It would change everything. Right. <laughs> I'd love to see Judy go to Green Bay. And I think my fantasy team stat line would also like to see that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it would definitely increase. So um, last game um, before we wrap up, uh, Bengals-Browns. I, I think the Bengals are just going to kill the Browns. The Browns aren't a bad team, but Jacoby, has he's proven what he is. Like, he's he's good enough to win some games – but not a lot of games. The thing, the thing with Cincinnati is again they're 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 getting into their groove or like midseason form already, and they're quickly showing that they're one of those teams that you need to be able to keep pace with, right? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. like a Buffalo, like a Mahomes and the Chiefs, like a Philly. Yeah, if you can't if you can't score. If you don't have the capacity to score 35 or 40 it's points, not ha- yeah, it's not happening. Your at defense all. Right. better better find ways to score. Not get you the ball, but they better score too. Um yeah, man, they're they're gonna win by a hundred. I mean, the the, the uh, Joe Burrow's the man. He had 42 or 43 points for me at the half last week. It's amazing. Uh, I'm just I couldn't be happier with my quarterback. He's so great. You're welcome. <laughs> no, I'm smoke Joe Burrow. <laughs> yeah, I'm still during, I'm during stuck the with... draft. Dan and I were talking. I'm like, oh, sure, I'll take Brady. You can have Burrow, <laughs> right? <laughs> hey, well, because then now, I was like, all oh, these guys, when I took Russell Wilson, they were still on the board. That was a terrible idea. Just well, terrible. you know what? I usually well, you know what I usually do a terrible job of is picking the quarterback at the right time for me, right? So, like, I either take a guy way too early, and then I'm already at my his backup because I hate the guy I already took, or I take him way too late, and then I'm like, oh, God, I'm going to circle the drain here, and this I'm going to be playing the waiver wire game. But um, well, one thing I should have done, I should have done, and I'll, I'll do that for the future. I'll never, I'll never not draft a quality backup quarterback. And I just knew 100%. I was all in on Russell Wilson. I picked uh, he was my fourth round. He's my fourth pick. I was all in on him. I was like, every as long as he doesn't get hurt, he's gonna play for me no matter what. And now I'm at week oddly enough, by week four, I was like, this is terrible. And every week he's <laughs> consistently made it worse. Like I said, he's only average he's only made scored more than 17 points once. Every other game, 17 and under. It's going to be a long season. That that that's that might be almost as questionable as you drafting. How many rookie wide receivers did you draft? Four? Five? I dra- okay, I drafted Olave, who stud. Sky um, I drafted I drafted Drake London, his t- who started off great, but now they don't want to throw to him. I drafted Romeo. I drafted Romeo Dobbs, who yeah. the jury's still out on. Because if I dropped him to if I dropped him today, sure. he'd be on somebody's team tomorrow. And the other oh, I drafted yeah. Christian Watson, who's been hurt for the Packers. Right. <laughs> and I drafted mm. Sky mm. Moore. Five. That's correct. So five, five rookie wide receivers. And your quote was 
Just got to hit one good on one of them. I just yes, I but hit good on one of them. The problem with that is, I know the problem with that is you got to hit them early and you got to know which ones you have, or you got to let them go. You got to trade because yeah, and you have guys that like you said with Romeo Dobbs. I got to hang on to this guy because someone else might pick him up. And it's, uh, well, the well the Romeo Dobbs thing sucks just because you don't know. The jury's still out. The jury's still out as far as what Aaron Rodgers I, is going to do. You, I, I mean this this far into the season, you think he already would have done it, right? That's what you would think, but I mean, Travis Etienne didn't start getting dominant touches just um, until like week four, so you know. It's a yeah. Running, running backs are different, right? I mean, I, that's why I mean, rookie wide receivers, Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, they're they're just kind of in the league of their own. I mean, you can kind of see yes, that. yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, you could have had two of them that were like that with Olave and someone. Uh, you know, I had but, a, I had I had a Amon Saint Ra last year towards the middle of the season. I dropped him, and then he went on his run. Yeah, um, I think. I know, so I think it. It's a weird thing. You have to know when to be patient and when not to. And that's where it gets tricky. Rookie wide receivers frighten me from a fantasy standpoint. I don't trust them. At, at this point, at this point of the season, I don't know what I trust. <laughs> There's a lot of hit and miss. Like I think Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase are the exception to the rule. It usually takes folks, you know, a few years to acclimate. To the NFL. I think with Jamar Chase, he had the benefit of having Burrow as his uh, yes, quarterback absolutely. before. So they had the timing down. They had years to perfect their timing. And right. it's showing right now. Yes, absolutely. Yep. Nobody, nobody's saying they should have still picked a lineman. <laughs> no, that's not so a thing. hundred percent. Thing for future drafts, be on the lookout for rookie rookie wide receivers who are going to their college quarterback. Bama, come on, get yeah. Max some yeah. guys. What AJ AJ Brown AJ Brown with um Jalen Hurts? I know. Well, we just need Devonta Smith now. We <laughs> just gotta get him from Philly. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, yo, I think that's it. I think week eight's in the books, yo. Yeah, All right. uh, it'll be good for those London Jags. I love 9.30 football on a Sunday. I don't care. It's the best. Yeah, me too. I love it. Yeah. All right. On that note, yo, uh, go Broncos, go Pats. I don't know. Are we going to see Zappy again? Tune in. Zappy <laughs> hour is over. <laughs>